Well, praise the Lord. You continue to be very much on my heart and very deep in my prayers. And I, again, want to thank you for your, your prayers for me as well. I want to take a moment to welcome any visitors that may have joined us this morning. Uh, we also want to welcome uh, those, that, those who continue to join us via live stream. Uh, we hope that you'll be able to come soon and we'll be all able to be together again. I know that's the hope for everyone. Uh, but just know that we miss you uh, and you are still very deeply connected with us by your participation and through our communion in Christ. A lot to ponder in these readings that we just heard this morning. And I hope that on the way home, or maybe during breakfast this morning, or in your, your Sabbath rest today, that you will ponder these readings more carefully and maybe discuss it with your family or with friends or with other people. I'm not going to speak on the readings today because of this being Catholic Schools Week. I want to focus on Catholic education. As we all know, Catholic education from its very first beginnings, hundreds of years ago, came out of the mission of the church to evangelize and to build up the kingdom of God. And each of us is therefore called to be part of this mission, even by our prayers to pray for all of our Catholic schools and schools that form the lives of our children, to pray for all those students, to pray for the teachers, the principals, all who serve this, and to pray for the families who always will be and remain the first educators of their children I'm part of a committee at our school working with a few others. A committee that is commissioned with the work to come up with a way to effectively assess the Catholic identity of our school in order to strengthen it in every possible way that we can. And I am profoundly enjoying it. And I wanted to just share with you some of the things that we're looking at so that you have an idea of some of the main uh, vision principles that we are looking to have firmly in place and to strengthen in Faithful, uh, Faithful Shepherd Catholic School. For example... Does the school promote an awareness of God's providential presence and love in the world and his care for every single human being? Are the children receiving this in this school? Is one of the primary tasks to form each child to be an intentional disciple of Jesus Christ 
and to love God above all things. Is everything we're doing in that school, is that apparent and being implemented? Do we teach children to pray and to approach life and the hardships prayerfully? Imagine a child having this instilled more deeply within them. Does the school teach that each child is a child of God, made in God's image, and that their dignity, identity, and worth comes from God and not from the world? Boy, that's an important one right there. Does it promote the reality of sin and the need for redemption through Jesus Christ? This is so important if our children are going to be able to wade through the struggles of life, to see how often they're connected to sin and the need for a Savior. Does the school teach that God alone fulfills the deepest desires for happiness, love, identity, purpose, belonging, and truth? And do we ourselves believe that? So important to instill this deeply at a young age so that they're not looking to the secular culture to fulfill these needs. Is the mass viewed as the center and highlight of the life of the school and a school week? Is this what we believe and live by? This is what we want to pass on to these children. Does the school promote the sacrament of confession as a powerful way to overcome the personal sins that weaken love and communion between each other? And finally, does the school support and encourage a vocational view of life by knowing that God has a plan for their life and encouraging them to seek God's will. Aren't these beautiful? And any, any school that can strengthen these and other principles will have a great impact on the life of those children. But I ask you, as beautiful as this is, and as important the work to strengthen this in every Catholic school, what is the thing that influences children more than anything else and that increases a greater likelihood that that child will practice the faith after high school and college. It's not Catholic schools. It's the parents and the family. And we all know this. And study after study continues to prove this. This is why, along with the mission of Catholic education, we need to strengthen what the church calls the domestic church. 
There are many Christian families that rightly go to church to celebrate the sacraments and participate in parish life. But how many Christian families see themselves as the church? It is going to be more important than ever for us to not only see, but to strengthen our homes to become more and more a domestic church. When we look at the societal ills around us, our secular culture usually only knows how to apply band-aids that are never really true solutions, certainly not lasting ones. And we know from a Catholic Christian vision that the problem is much deeper and it's primarily spiritual. And it always is in some way connected to sin and the need for a savior. The two things that our secular culture denies. We know from a Catholic vision that, the, that marriage is the cell of all society. It's where everything begins, such that as goes marriage, so goes the family, so goes the culture. So if we want to heal and solve the societal ills around us, where does God want to take us? into the heart, and especially the hearts of marriages. Because as goes marriage, so goes the family, so goes the culture. And this is why we need to strengthen the domestic church. Whether you live in a family unit or you live in community with other people, or even if you live by yourself, we need to make our homes a domestic church where the faith is lived and Christ is the center. This is why I want to send you home today with a sheet with several bullet points on different ideas on how to make our homes even more a domestic church, to strengthen it. Some of the ideas on the sheet you may already be doing, but maybe as you look them over, you'll come up with other ideas. Let me give you just very briefly three examples. It would be wonderful if we could return to praying a family rosary or doing some kind of weekly meditation on the mysteries of the life of Christ and also to talk about them afterwards on how a family can apply those mysteries to daily life. That's the part that's often missing, to talk about them 
How do I live this mystery that I have just prayed about? Secondly, to have a crucifix in a very prominent place in our homes and especially in every single bedroom and not to see them as a decoration. In many Christian homes, the crucifix is nothing more than a decoration. We need to awaken the importance of that symbol and to, as a family to use the crucifix as a reminder of what family love is to look like. There's a village in Eastern Europe that has not seen a divorce in several centuries and they attribute it to the crucifix because they've been encouraged in their marriages to turn to Jesus crucified whenever they are struggling in their marriage. And from there they receive the grace and the example of the kind of love they're called to live. The last example to form a habit within our families and our homes to talk freely about the presence of God in the joys and the sorrows of life. This is why I love visiting my brother and his family at the dinner table with their three children sitting around. They are talking about the day and how they've encountered Jesus in the things that they've experienced, in the struggles of other people, and how God is using circumstances to purify their hearts and to continue their own conversion. And this is what they're talking about at the dinner table. For them, this is as normal as butter on bread. Sorry for the example, I'm from Wisconsin. This needs to be normal and a part of our Christian homes. And there's several other examples on this list. My dear friends, we all need to play our part. Yes, we need to continue the mission of Catholic education. And so please pray for our school, pray for our teachers, our students, and our families. But that by itself is not enough. We must strengthen the domestic church. Let's each of us embrace this mission anew today. Amen.